Welcome to the Just a Runners podcast. We're here to talk about all things running and racing on the Youngstown area's first running podcast. Here's your host and Youngstown Marathon Ambassador, Bruce McIntosh and Pico. So welcome to the Just a Runners podcast. I'm here with uh, Jules Fitzgerald. And how are you doing today? Oh, I'm doing fine. Good. Uh, well, we'll go ahead and start. You're actually one of my non-runners on here. Uh, right. But you walk a lot of uh, long distances and races and uh, sign up for races and th- events. And we'll get to that in one second for the warm-up question. Uh, what's your... Do you have a favorite way or place to have pizza? Or favorite way to have pizza? Actually, the funny part is I'm making pizza now from scratch, so I have no wood rising in for to do this. But the way I have it, the what's on it? The pepperoni sausage, see pepperoni sausage, green peppers. Actually, I got green, red, and orange for the one I'm making right now. You know, yeah, so that's on that one. Sausage. Of course, the sauce and cheese. Gotta have that. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> it's sounding good. So. Yeah, yeah. So as soon as I get off of this, I'll be finishing up so I can have it for dinner. Hot out the oven. <laughs> okay. Uh, and, um, well, I guess I can't ask when you got you started running because that doesn't actually apply. But. Uh, have you been running or walking and participating in what's the longest you've walked? The longest I've walked is the marathon. You have have you done when I was a kid I did run because I ran half a uh eight eighty. It was the eight eighty then, so I wasn't running when I was a kid, but not as an adult. So I'm walking now. So marathon's my furthest distance. What got you started doing all the walking? It was due to losing weight. I'm in a Weight Watchers. And in addition to the food plan and just other exercises, I walked three days a week with three different friends at the time in the beginning, which would have been, wow, 10 years ago? Wow, time is fast. A good 10 years ago. Um, so I just do, did that then just to tone up and just to make the weight go faster. Because just doing the Weight Watcher plan, even without the exercise, you can still lose the weight, but if you're mobile, you can really lose the weight. That's yeah. why I really started. So it was a, those are short walks, you know, half an hour. No big deal. <laughs> <laughs> well, it sounds like you, from what I understand, you've done quite a few, like, half marathons, and you've signed up for yeah. quite a few races. You got any particular ones you're, that you always do, or any favorites or something? No, no, any particular ones at one time because things have changed now too because COVID changed a lot of things for me. But um, <clears throat> that's everybody. Or, yeah, that's a whole other world now with the virtuals and stuff. But anyhow, so hmm, the favorites. I don't really have a favorite at the time. The favorites. Okay, I like doing. I like to do it for marathons, but I could only do one a year because the training involves so much timing so much time in my life, I mean, half a year of training just for one race. So that's actually one of my favorites, just that whole distance. But then the other ones from half a marathon down, I could stay half a marathon trained at any time, and then a, a nice race would come up, like, oh, let me just 
was jumping in, go for it. We're like, oh man, I'm just gonna do that because and then got 26 weeks. So it's like, ah, no, I can never stay full marathon. So that was actually my favorite. So the other ones were you know, just filling in to either do the training or just because they were fun races. It's like doing fun races that are something themey and something different, not just the walk the distance. What, which ones have you done? Just out of curiosity. Uh, so I've done all the right aids. So all the distances that the right aids offer, I've done them all because I did it on purpose because I want to do all of them. So the five, the, the Cle- they offer, I have a medal for each one of them. The Cleveland Marathon. Yeah, Cleveland Marathon. Cleveland Right Aid. So I did all of theirs. Um, man, there's just so many of them I even think about. <laughs> I know. So we started talking halves and fives. 10Ks and stuff like that. Oh my gosh, there's so many. The Young Sal, the, the, oh my goodness, the Tan Pool, the, the, what's that one down in? Oh, what? oh my gosh, the Air Force Marathon. Dayton, yeah, down the, in Dayton. The Phoenix one, because <laughs> we do a lot of out-of-town travel, because we have a big group of ladies that we all we call ourselves the wonderful walking, wonderful women walking. So we travel all over the place, so it just depends. How, how'd that get started? Because Beth told me a little bit that she had met you at a race and you guys were walking together. She met us, we met each other at our first Rite Aid. I was doing the full and she was doing the half. And then another friend of ours um, from Chicago, I'm having a brain freeze in her name right now, Teresa, she was also doing the half. So that's how we all met, and from then on out, we've just been going on races like crazy. Because <laughs> <laughs> then we found out all three of us are also Weight Watchers, so that was our comment thread. We were Weight Watchers, we were doing these crazy miles, on foot, just walking. But yeah. <laughs> well, so that's what's up? You've been walking, walking for 10 years. What? I know. The Weight Watchers is longer. The walking is only seven. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. I retired in 20, 2011, and that's when I started walking. Because I, it's funny because I watched the we call the Biggest Loser with my husband, and I kept seeing those people that were doing the Biggest Loser doing full marathons, and they hadn't fully lost all the weight. And here I had fully lost the weight from Weight Watchers. I thought, man, I think I do a full marathon. I should try doing something like that. So that's how that even the thought came in seven years ago. And since I was retired, it was perfect because then they gave me time to train and whatnot. So that's how the four marathons came in. So before the retirement, I was just doing, like I said, three days a week, just maybe an hour at the most with three other people, no big deal. But the marathon was like, man, if they can do a marathon, let me at least try one. And my goal was just to do one marathon in a metro park just to walk 26.2 miles and not do and not do a, a race because at that time i thought people were lunatics like why are you doing a race you're walking or running or walking or running because i'm going to try to run it first and then when i realized my niece said oh no you need to walk <laughs> <laughs> to still get there so <clears throat> the issue was i was just going to do it in the park because, like I said, I thought runner, walker, runners, so I didn't realize walkers were in the race, were lunatics. Like, why are they even doing a race? Getting for this hunk of metal? You know, it's not like your first, second, or third. This is to participate. And especially when some people pass it out, and you know, like, really? Is it, is it really all that 
really? <laughs> so, I have two people in my church that are marathoners. One is a runner, runner is a walker. And the walker, he is not a race walker, he just walks fast. The other one is a runner and was trying to get into the Boston, so of course he runs fast so he can put Boston Park. Yeah. So, I went usher at church. One day, I saw the one that's the runner marathoner. We're at church. He runs in with his right A shirt on, all sweaty. He just completed the marathon and was coming to church. <laughs> so, like, no! I thought, okay, he must have just worked out. I said, oh no, I'm coming around the right A, blah, blah, blah. I said, well, you got a metal thing? Yeah, in the car. At the one hit me, I saw that shirt, the right A marathon. I said, oh, I want that shirt. So that's what got me to actually do a race. Otherwise, I would have did 26.2 miles in a metro park just for my satisfaction, just to say, I, I can do 26.2 miles. I don't need a medal. I don't need a shirt or whatever else came with it because I didn't know what else happened. So I blamed him, Eric, and then that's the runner. The walker, once I started, this, when I decided to become, to do this race, I was going to run it and realized my knee said, no, walking is going to be better for you. And it's the same distance, you'll get it'll be a little longer, but it's still You'll be out there longer. Yeah. <coughs> Plus, I, as it turned out, I walk really fast. I just don't walk as fast as he does, which is Lou. He was trying to convince me to walk it. And I'm like, man, man, I'm crying about trying to run a marathon. Like, what do you think about when you're walking all those miles? Like, seriously? <laughs> That's a long time to run. And like, what's in your mind? Try to change the world, you know, whatever. That just sounds boring to be the button. And then to walk it would make it even longer. He said, nope, it's all good. You still get there, same distance. To reach the recovery time is a lot less. So don't take a few days and days. Just day after, you're, you're good to go. To do your own shorter walks again. So eventually, once I realized my knees was not going to do it, I started walking like him. And that's the history. So I blame Lou and I blame Eric. I always tease them. You guys are the ones that got me to this marathon. So I just wanted to do these little short walks. What what year was that? The 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 marathon that I did? Yeah. Yeah, the first marathon was in uh, May twenty twelve. So it was a year after I retired, so I had that whole year to train just, for that marathon. I think I just missed you because I ran the Cleveland Marathon from oh uh -huh. seven to eleven, five years in a row. Oh and, wow, so next year. The next year. Yeah, through the uh, 11, I was doing the shorter races, you know, five to ten, a half to work my way up. I, I, I got my collection. You can't see it. I got to get them out and display them a little better. I got the five medals with the spinning guitar. Uh, yeah. Nice. Uh, I really yeah. like the the medals they used to give out there. I know. That changed. You know, so I guess well, we would have to cover something, but like, hey, whatever, medals a medal. There's so. some nice ones out there, but. Uh, yeah, and there are a lot of nice what's out there. Woo! Woo. So, that's what my draw is, how the metal looks, or what the t-shirt looks like, when I do a race at all. The shirt, <laughs> the shirt and the metal, they gotta look good, or it's just not yeah, worth going back. Yeah, I'm not gonna waste any time on a plain cotton shirt. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's <laughs> <laughs> funny. Or a teeny tiny metal, you know? <laughs> Especially for a marathon. Yeah, although my one marathon, the Bataan Marathon, that was a really endurance marathon. It's not like any other race because 
is actually a survival marathon because it almost be considered an ultra marathon, but it's still only 26.2. It's just that it's so much endurance. You're walking in the desert in the white sands of New Mexico on their Air Force base, and it takes a longer time because it's really uh, a memorial of in the Philippines when a lot of guys died because they were marched to death, literally. So it's just a nutshell thing. So you're reenacting that walk, but it's only 26.2 where the real walk, how many miles, hundreds of plus. So we just reenacted by doing 26.2. So most people have backpacks, sticks, you know, desert boots, you know, I had, um, we call those things, gators on my yeah. ankles to keep the mud, the dust out, that kind of stuff. So those are different kind of race and it took a lot longer. I'm trying to remember how long it take me, nine hours, maybe something like that. So that's because it's Ike, basically, across the desert. How, how fast can <laughs> you walk? That didn't have a medal. <laughs> it didn't have a medal? And it you didn't? It didn't have a medal. And I don't understand how I missed that. Because, you know, you always check out the medal, the shirt, before you go. So I didn't check it out. Probably because of, I just wanted to go because of the endurance thing and just assumed there was a medal. When I got there, I found out all you received was a dog tag. Because you're reenacting a soldier walking in the desert. Oh. So, at first, I'm like, seriously? I flew all the way here from New Mexico to get this little dog tag? <laughs> I was like, no way. But then I had to think about it because it kept saying, it's not a race, remember? It's not a race. It's not a race. So I was like, okay, it's not a race. It's an endurance. I, I, I'm trying to survive because 25% of the people don't survive that race. They don't finish the race. Some of them don't survive, but they don't finish the race because it's that ruling. So, and at different levels because the military are also participating. They may have rucksacks or whatever the weight is. Some have rucksacks, some don't have rucksacks. Some civilians have rucksacks, some civilians don't. I was a civilian that didn't have a rucksack. It was, it's enough to do 26. Wait, two in the desert. I don't need any extra weight. Just my regular backpack, you know, hydration pack and food and whatever else I had with me. <coughs> I could sticks. Yeah. So that was my rope, this one. And just a dog tag. Got a great t shirt, but just a dog tag. <laughs> At least you got a good t shirt then, I guess. That's yeah, right, right. I love it. But it's the most memorable one because it was so long and. Uh, impactful when you start thinking about why you're doing the walk. You said you're a fast walker. How fast can you walk a marathon? I'm trying to figure out how many... Well, okay, a marathon is one thing because a marathon is hard to maintain at high pace, especially if you got elevation changes and whatever else going on. So if I'm walking half a marathon or less, yeah, half a marathon or less, I had to think about it because I had to think about elevation because the desert, like I said, it took 10 hours. <laughs> That was that a different. 13 minute pace. So for a marathon, somewhere between 13 and 15, when it's not in the desert, <laughs> on regular solid ground. Just the regular old. <laughs> right. <laughs> but anything 15 and uh, I mean, half a marathon or less, a 13 minute mile. So. No, that's so, that's a fast think. walk. I have runs. I don't go that fast. So. Yeah. 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 So right yeah. now it's a lot less because I'm trying to recover from the pneumonia and a bunch of other stuff that happened this year. But oh, yeah. but now I try to get back to that pace and just walk it just because I want to walk. 
Yeah, I was gonna say, that was a pretty fast pace. And this this year, uh, I know you. I did see something on Facebook where you were sick for a while there. And, yeah. But you're back out walking and getting a. Hopefully. Yeah, I was in the hospital three times this year, May, June, and July. So I got to spend my summer in the hospital. Oh. <laughs> Two times, May, May and June was due to pneumonia. Of course, in May, it looked like I had COVID because I had the coughing, the breath, uh, couldn't breathe, and my um, oxygen level was low. So they had to make sure I didn't have COVID first because they knew I had something going on in my lungs, but they didn't know if the COVID was doing it or if it was just a regular pneumonia because <laughs> it's a different kind of treatment for depending on what it is. So I took a minute for them to realize, okay, she's not COVID, so now let's treat her like a regular pneumonia patient. Because if you treat a regular pneumonia, uh, if you treat a COVID patient like a regular pneumonia patient, it is not good. Giving them breathing treatments and all kind of stuff. I have asthma. I have asthma also. So I have asthma. So that was the main reason. For like, oh, it's just asthma kind of thing. But it was pneumonia instead. <coughs> so I'm like, oh, with that. So once they realized I was pneumonia, they gave me antibiotics that kicked me out. And then the second time I went was because the pneumonia hadn't cleared up. So now they had to bathe me in antibiotics for what they hadn't done the first time to make sure that uh, the pneumonia goes away. The third time was just diarrhea in relation to the antibiotics. <laughs> <laughs> I know. The, the, the cure couldn't be worse than the illness sometimes. Exactly. The side effects. So it's crazy. And this was the year I did my seventh marathon doing the Cleveland Rite Aid. But because they couldn't breathe, I only did half of that race. So I only did half of the Cleveland Rite Aid. And it was virtual, so that just made it even worse. Doing your own course, whatever. Walking yeah. with Lou, the walker from church. Now he finished his school for the Rite Aid. But I can only do half of everything because I couldn't breathe. I'm just thankful to God that I even got through half of that because the whole half marathon, I could barely breathe. I had cramps and everything. I'm trying to figure out what the heck is going on. Because the water wasn't working, whatever electrolytes uh, they used wasn't working, stretching wasn't working. I thought about it later and said, duh, yeah, I couldn't breathe. Your body wasn't getting oxygen to the legs, so therefore, that was the problem. But of course, I didn't realize I was sick then. What <laughs> 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 the pneumonia going on? Because uh, this year, with COVID, starting in March, when all the I was in the middle of training for that seventh marathon. Once the rec centers closed down, what else happened? Everything closed down. Yeah. Was, and it's in the middle of March. There's no better, nowhere indoors to train. So that was rough trying to train outside or train less. And that was the issue because I wasn't getting the full training yet. So that didn't help going into that race. Not fully trained <clears throat> and can't breathe. And God got me through 13.1, and that was, I was fine with that. <laughs> I said, I'm good, I'm good. So, at least I got halfway through the race. 13.1, that's still quite a distance. I mean, a half yeah. marathon's nothing to... Uh, yeah, it's really really cramping, and it was, it was good. Yeah. So, but that, okay, you were talking about the longest distance. Okay, as a race. The longest distance is a marathon, not as a walking, because I, I also did two 
Susan G. Coleman walks. So have you heard of those? The Susan G. Coleman walks? I've heard the I've heard of it, but I don't know much about it. I don't know anything about them. Yeah, so that Susan G. Coleman is for breast cancer. <clears throat> so I did two of those, now that's sixty miles in three days. So that's virtually almost like thirty miles each day. Thirty miles, I can't do the math. Twenty miles in three days. <laughs> you know, twenty miles three days in a row. So the funny part is I did that in twenty twelve, the same year I did the first marathon because I was so trained up. I figured, well, if I can go marathon, we'll just triple it. We'll see what that feels like. So that's what it felt like. You just got up again, did another 20. You got up the next thing, you did another 20. So those two are actually the longest distance I've ever walked is doing the Susan B. Coleman twice, once in Cleveland and once in San Diego. So that's 60 miles and you raise funds for Susan G. Coleman to help combat breast cancer. So actually, that's the longest I've ever walked. And that's not a race, so they're they're not concerned about speed. Because back they only really want you to go twenty minute mile at the uh, actually they want you to go twenty minute mile at the least. Because if you're going less than twenty minute miles, they'll take you off the road. But they don't want you going fast because it's not a race. You're just walking through the city, twenty miles, three days in a row, sleeping in tents or sleeping in a hotel. It just depends on what you. So 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 there's no medal for doing that one either. So of course not, no medal. <laughs> Was there a shirt at least? They feed you. They give you breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Oh, okay. <laughs> you feed me. That that counts for something there. Yeah, it does. <laughs> so they do feed you, but no medal because it's not a race. It's, it's about fundraising. And, yep. What? Not like I really like doing that. It's, uh, I don't know why, but it was really fun. So I just don't like the fundraising part because you can only do so much. You can only ask people for money so many times. Yes, some people are better at that than others, and I'm not good at yeah, it. Yeah, no, you got to be a fun reason person to do that. Unless you got a job that, um, uh, what did you call that? Uh, match it, that helps. <laughs> but I don't have a job that matches whatever money that raise. <laughs> Where else have you gone? Because you said you travel a lot. Yeah, I know, I'm trying to think. Like I said, I said Phoenix, um, Dayton. Las Vegas, that was a nice one because that was one of my bucket list ones because of Las Vegas marathon, but I did it as a half is that on the strip at night, so that was nice. That's the rock and roll one. Okay. I did a lot of the rock and roll ones. Um, man, I can't think of all the places I've been. It's just so crazy because a lot of the other places are in Ohio, you know, Cleveland, Toledo, Columbus. I did a Columbus marathon. I did that as a full in the Columbus marathon. That was kind of nice. Um, I like the Columbus yeah. Marathon too. So yeah, because it's a flat, fast track. There's a couple of little humps maybe in there, but it's flat, fast. It's like the right age. Well, it's probably flatter than that. Um, the Air Force, so it's on Wright Patterson. That was hot. Um, Arizona. Jeez, <laughs> this is so crazy. It's like so many oh, I haven't even had a thought of where I've been. Um, you up? Yeah. <laughs> Do you do any, do you just go out and walk or do you have like a certain training plan or certain plan to follow to get ready for if it's, if I'm right for a race, yeah, I definitely have a training plan. Especially for a marathon. Even for the half. You know, I said I can be do a half at any moment at one time, but full I have to have to do the full twenty six weeks. 
But the other races just get up and go. So now I don't have any training plan. Ever since COVID came out, I didn't have any training plan. I'm just walking, just before I walk in, I'm just walking for health. My goal now is to walk a minimum of five days a week, at least 30 minutes during those five days a week. But they could be longer. Sometimes they're two hours, sometimes they're one hour. It just depends on what I'm walking with. But the minimum is 30 minutes, five days a week as a minimum. It's just for health reasons. Uh, well, <laughs> yeah, COVID's changed a lot about that, but oh yeah, that'll keep you ready. So when you do, uh, if you do decide to do a race next year, you'll have a good starting point at least. Yeah, because you gotta stay at minimum. Because I like to at least stay at minimum of six miles as my base, six miles at a shot as my base. So when I was ready to do a full or a half, then it's just a matter of going up to those other distances. So six miles one day a week. That's my base. <laughs> right now, I'm just letting six miles be my max and my base. <laughs> one day a week, and that's usually on a Saturday. So the other four days could be wherever and shorter, two to six. And any other uh, any races that you want to get to? Right now, no. I'm not, I'm not uh, even after COVID. Race, just walking. Now, yeah. Even though I still always wanted to do the Wall of China kind of thing, that would have been nice time to do a marathon on the Wall of China. Because I like to travel. That's my thing. I love to travel. And I'm surprised I'm getting through this year. God is making me so content about not traveling. Because all my trips that I had this year have been canceled. <laughs> all of them canceled. So I'm surprised I'm not having a tick every quarter because if I'm not traveling somewhere, I'll start, okay, I got it. I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm, not. <laughs> I'm about to lose my mind. But I find finding contentment at being at home. I could walk in the street. I could walk in the park. I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> well, I just mean, if there was anywhere you could go, no COVID, no no ops, no money problem, you know. Oh, my gosh. Man. I don't know, because the whole world, I like to travel, period. Because I was supposed to be in Egypt and Dubai this year in March. It wasn't a race. It was a vacation. <laughs> So hopefully we'll go in next March. I got a plenty of that's gonna get put off too because that's too soon yet. So I'll probably push that date back again. Ooh, dang, but where if I had that? Uh, that's the thing, there's so much world. Oh, no cost for money. Fiji's expensive, I like going there. So I'm like, wherever I wanna go, it's warm. It has to be hot. <laughs> <laughs> I like it warm. So that's what a qualifier is, palm trees, Shorts and t-shirts. It's gotta be a warm place wherever that is. So the Antarctic Marathon's out. Uh. Yeah. We like to, my husband and I like to backpack and hike too, so any place I can do that and yeah. It's just mm, no favorite place because there's just so many places I want to go that I have not yet to go. Yeah, when I go to all the, the what do you call it, the continents, see all those. Even the cold one, I'll, I would do that just to go, just to visit, just say I've been there and then be out. Well, if you get the uh, other six, you got to go down to the, you got to go down there. Yeah, yeah. got to see it, got to see it, you know, just the one time say that you were there and bum, bum, bum. Yeah. But, yeah, it's like anywhere, anywhere is good. <laughs> so, it's all about where God's going to send me. So, I'll get with that. <laughs> 
That sounds like a fun one. I mean, it would be different. You... Yeah, definitely. Because you got the cardio just going up and down the stairs. Oh, yeah. That, that would be a different type of challenge for sure. And I'd just be in a maze. How do you feel this wall? This many wall miles. Oh, the safety there. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. And, well, what else, huh? Well, you said you just got into it for health. When you're at walk, any particular thing you do to keep you motivated or anything? To keep me motivated for walking? Yeah. Is that what you're saying? Or is it, or is it just all about the swag, getting the medal? Well, that's what it was. Well, like I said in the beginning, it was because I was trying to lose weight, and then, then I started realizing I really like this walking thing, and then the swag came in, especially when the right aid, the guy came in with the right aid T-shirt, his fault. But that's not a motivator. That's no, the swag and the medals are no longer a motivator because I have so many. Because I have all my medals in this jewelry case. I used to be a jeweler where I sold jewelry <coughs> at parties. So I took that case and now all my medals are in there. It's probably six, seven deep. And I just carry it around. Or I don't carry it around. I keep it stored in my house. I could carry it around. But it's, it's maxed out. So I don't need, I don't need any more medals. I Barnes and Noble, 
or you can get it directly from me too also. If you get it directly from me, it'll be autographed. The cool part about that is that it was done before COVID, and I was in a state of getting ready to publish it, but because of COVID, I had to add a couple chapters because I put included COVID in this book, and I had to change a couple chapters because COVID had to be added in this book. Because <laughs> I had to write about the experience of walking in a COVID situation, doing the six feet distancing with friends in a park. How do you do that? <laughs> walking six feet apart with a mask on. <laughs> that kind of stuff. That was different training in a COVID zone. That was a, that was not fun. No. So yeah, and walking now with a mask is not fun either. So most of the time I'm not walking with the mask. I have the mask with me so that when I have to see approach somebody else and I can flip it up for them so I can protect them from me. But um, otherwise, it's hard to breathe in a mask. I have had a couple of them that are really good, but it's still not 100%. You know, yeah, I, I just social distance when I'm running, but yeah, I, I, I exactly. can't wear a mask. You can't do it. It's, you can't do it. And I'm asthmatic, too. Oh. I, some people I know that are asthmatic they get the doctor's excuse and don't wear one or something. Yeah, but I'm, I'm, I don't want to do that. Like when I'm when I'm in the park walking, hiking, or anything. Like when my husband will go for a hike, <clears throat> we don't wear them, but we have them with them to put up in case we walk. Can't social. We have to social distance because it's six feet. But closer to six. Just take your. Just in general, I mean, I could walk. Okay, walk normal, not walk in walking fast. You know, like yeah. like you like every anybody else. <laughs> I can wear the mask all day long. I can wear the mask all day long in the house, all day long, wherever. I don't have a problem with that. But the minute I have to walk and I'm walking faster, hitting hills or anything like that, that's a whole other thing. Once it becomes an athletic event, then it's hard to breathe in the mask. Just a whole different world because the pace is different. Your breathing is different. Your heart rate is higher on and on but it's just to just to walk just to be going to the grocery store or somewhere or wherever no big deal so i don't have a problem with that because i would rather do that i would like to wear the mask and i want to protect other people from me because who knows yeah, you know no. that the covid test is only 60 percent accurate so who knows i could have really had it the first time and they just you know Miss i worked it out and i still got healed without being covid treated so well come back to what what made you decide to write that book the book was it started in 2011. Okay, this is really funny because I was already writing a fiction. I wasn't trying to do that book. I was doing a fiction, and 11 years in, <laughs> God said, put the fiction down and write the real story. I was like, really? Why do you want me to write a book? I'm not famous. I'm not anybody. Who wants to read that? Only famous people read the book. We said, don't put it down. In 11 months' time, that book was written. I remember it took me 11 years to do the other one and I'm still not finished with the fiction. I'm going to get back to it because God doesn't start a project and then leave it. So it's just a matter of timing. So <clears throat> that book took 11 months. So the editing part is what takes longer. The editing, trying to figure out how to publish it. And that's self-published too. So it's not published with a traditional publisher. So God just worked out the details. So it's all God's fault. I'm blaming it on God. I was not trying to do that. And each chapter is called The Lives of a Gym because each chapter is about a different life of this gym. My name is Jewel. 
So this life of this gym, from childhood all the way to now, and I'm 64 years old. So each life is about either a phase or a different thing I was going through or whatever in that book. So like the so it's not necessarily a passage of time, but like the Hubble Walker. I mean that's only nine years. Um, and still going, because that'll be going on from now on. The the disciple, the uh, what else is in there? Hair changer. They even have a sinus and asthma chapter. So that's a whole different kind of thing, just how they dealt with that. So it's just a book about different phases, you know, as a Girl Scout, Boy Scout leader. I've done a lot in my life. <laughs> God put me through the college student, that kind of stuff. So, yeah, it's God's fault. <laughs> I'm blaming it on him. That was not my plan. But now he wants me to write three more books. So, like I said, I got to get back to the fiction. <laughs> and then I have, and then I'm going to do a devotional because every week I do a spiritual devotional or I do a, it's a blog. So every week I'm already doing spiritual devotional. I've been doing that for 10 years. And then um, now I'm just going to take a book and make devotionals of some of that, the best of some of that, and maybe some others. And then, okay, so the fiction is that one. And the fourth book, which is something that God just recently told me in the last month, it's going to be a self-help book. I didn't think a month ago, I didn't know what that self-help was going to be like. What would I need to talk about? Well, I don't know. Walking, what do I want to talk about that I want to talk for a full book? The self-help book is going to be on a uh, combination of various different things. So it's going to be a book that anybody can use. So maybe the chapter is on walking, one chapter. Maybe one chapter is born about having asthma problems. Another chapter is about finances. So it'll be a mix of different things as a self-help book as opposed to one chapter, as opposed to one topic. So that's what that's going to be about. So that'll be interesting right there, just to have a mix that anybody who buys that book will, okay, I'll just focus on chapter 10, you know, <laughs> or, or several chapters. So we all have problems. We all have issues that we need to get through. And if somebody's already been there, let's learn, uh, uh, learn, learn uh, something. Let's avoid the trauma that we get into. I've been through a lot. can do to help somebody out. Yeah, that's what it's all about. Taking your experiences and sharing it with others and help them to be the better person that, or the best person that they can be. <clears throat> Alright. Well, we'll go ahead and wrap this up. And mm -hmm. I want to thank you for being on. Uh, I appreciate you just, even wanting to spend the time with me. Like you said, you didn't know anything about me. It's only because of Beth that I'm here. Because like, yep. what the heck is this? Another walker. Best. She said she told me I forget how I got in contact with her and right. she was on and she says you need to talk to Jules. Uh, <laughs> she walks a lot and she does all these all other events and she can talk your ear off, she warned me. <laughs> yeah, well, I appreciate their wanting to even hear my story. Really no, it's great. Uh yeah. thank you for being on again and uh 
I'll be in touch and hopefully I hope maybe we'll get you a chance to meet up sometime after COVID over. I'm, I know. I'm hoping I keep, I've been having a great time talking to some people and it's like maybe I'll get to meet them at an event because a lot of them are I'm in Youngstown and they're up in yeah. Cleveland area or something like you are and right this is just right. Yeah, I'd like to get back to r racing, but I, th yeah. they're going to be a little different when we do get back. Yeah. As long as they yeah. still give nice medals and a texture, it'll be fine, though. Yeah, that's the minimal requirement. <laughs> right. So oh. Some of you see are already starting to schedule that. They're, they are. There's some little small races going off now. And they're, but they're sending them out like so many people at a time, spacing them out a little bit, and they're doing thing. They're doing what they have to to get a few races off, but there's not that fun atmosphere afterwards with the one I went to. Right, and that's part of it too. And it, it, everybody just kind of got in the car and went home. You'd cross yeah. the finish line, go in the car, and it's just. I mean, it was nice just to get a race in, but it's not the same. That's what someone was telling me about the 5100. I was watching them, the one in, um, oh my God, it was just recent. Oh, I can't think of, you know what I'm trying to say. Oh, the Cuyahoga Valley, I have to go through all those different parts. But the 50 to 100K was different than normal this year. They had it. But like I said, they couldn't meet each other. And that was the crazy part. Like, yeah, you couldn't cheer your teammate on because you had to go home and couldn't get to the end of the line. And yeah, yeah, that's different. Yeah. It's not like you're doing the race all by yourself, even though you're doing the relay. If unless you're doing the whole fifty or the whole hundred, yeah. so it's just different. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Take well, take care, and I I'll be in touch. Thanks. All right. Cool. You have a wonderful evening. And you too. Or walk in or something. Thanks for listening to the Just Runners podcast. Be sure to leave a rating and review to help promote the podcast.